Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your parts for your local mediocre internet show. I sent something in the Slack that even I'm laughing at, but <laughs> like, it's only because I've pickle- got tears in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making it sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Hi. I tried so hard to hold it together. You doing okay? But that was actually like, I don't know. You don't send that many funny things. So when you do, it, uh, it listen, got to me. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm like Joey Gallo, okay? A lot of strikeouts. But when I hit it. It's ooh, a homer. Ooh, it's going far. Oh, man. Okay. Today <laughs> is Tuesday, August 23rd at 2022. 93 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Ashley Pickle. Happy birthday. No, uh, I think it's Ryan Smiga's birthday. He said that yesterday, and I'm fairly sure. Uh, happy birthday, Ryan Smiga, and one of my best friends, Daniela. But Happy birthday yeah. uh, to Daniela, Ryan Smiga, and Little Yachty. Oh, nice. Do you listen to Little Yachty frequently? Oh, yeah. No, I'm... I'm I know all of his. All of, it gets all you of his, pumped up. Listen to all of his tunes and ditties. Mm-hmm. I sure do. Jazzed up for the day. Yeah, it just gets me, gets me, gets me really excited. Uh, it's episode one thousand four hundred forty-one. That's a palindrome. On today's show, folks, we are going to close out the off season. This is the official end of the off season in our mind. Like today's the last show of the off season because mm-hmm. tomorrow we got this week in recruiting, which is our normal show, and then Thursday's big preview show. So this is the last one. So that means we have to. Do we have to we have to send off until next off season one of our favorite segments and that's Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. So we'll have Math Tuesday talking about some teams that the DCTF computer projects to go undefeated and it's not who you think. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that in the back half of the show. We will be joined by the Hall of Famer Craig Way, who will join us every Tuesday during the show. Oh my gosh, we have Math Tuesday and Tuesdays. What a good day. So, a lot going on here on this here episode. This is a lot for my heart. <laughs> Texas football today. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Tony Blaylock, Aaron Flynn, Rob Hadaway, and just Chad. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, my friends. All right. We've, uh, we're like 48 hours away from football season. Yeet. Like we're real, real close to football season. And so, it feels like this is a perfect time to finish off the offseason right with one of our favorite segments, Math Tuesday. That's right, it's Math Tuesday. 
where we dive into the numbers on Tuesday. What a dumb show this is. <laughs> God. Math Tuesday. <laughs> <sighs> But we are on one today, boys. This, uh, <laughs> this uh, we have we've cre- we've created something really dumb. Um, anyway, it's Math Tuesday here on Texas Football Today, and what I want to do is I want to take a look at the computer rankings from 2022 summer or in in 2022 season, which are going to go up right now on TexasFootball.com. Comprehensive computer rankings, all 1,500 plus Texas high school football teams ranked. You can see where your favorite team ranks. They're ranked because we have all of them. It's comprehensive, and and, and so I think I've kind of explained the, the way that our, our rankings work in conjunction with our game projections in yes. the sense that uh, the computer assigns a team a rating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a numeric rating. And the rating then determines whether or not they would be favorites or underdogs against any particular team. Mm-hmm. If you overachieve, then your rating goes up. If you underachieve, your rating goes down and kind of is an equilibrium. It's an ELO rating is what mm-hmm. it is to get into the... And the it's weeks. an unfeeling robot. So it is an unfeeling robot. It doesn't have any... No, cares. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It just... It, it's it literally on-field performance. It's an unfeeling robot. And and so, you know, look, basically we take the ratings. Whoever's got the highest, higher rating is a team that's, that's favored. And then depending on how big that difference is, depends on... It, that kind of measures how far... Part and, and what how many points the computer thinks the team would win or lose by. Okay, so right now, based on the preseason projections, the preseason rankings, we can project every Texas high school football game. Mm-hmm. Like the computer right now could just run the numbers and think for a minute, and then it could just say, "All right, I think Longview is going to win the state championship, and I think they're going to beat this team, this team, this team, this team, this team, this team, etc." Mm-hmm. Right. So. As a result, we do have, like, projected records for every team. Like, if the computer were to hold the form, Mm -hmm. which it won't, it's literally designed to change, Mm -hmm. but if it were to hold the form, we would know which teams would finish winless, which teams would go 6-4, and which teams would go undefeated. Mm -hmm. And so I want to take a look, especially at the teams that are projected to go undefeated, because this is not going to surprise you. So the highest rated team in our rankings right now, do you know who it is? Austin Westlake. It's Austin Westlake. They're the number one team in 6A. They are the highest rated team. This should not stun you. Because of that, there is not a team on their schedule that has a higher rating than them. So as a result, the computer believes that they are going to go 10-0. They're going to win every single game. Seems likely. Which seems like it's certainly within the realm of possibility. Okay? So I'm not necessarily interested in that because that's, you know... Austin Westlake going to be good is not like that's very that's not groundbreaking that's very, news. That's very dog bites man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What I'm interested in is I'm interested in the teams that maybe you're not thinking of that are projected to go undefeated. And so I put together a list of the teams that I think are interesting, notable teams that are projected to finish the regular season undefeated by the computer. Now, remember, this is not a comprehensive list. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teams that are projected to go undefeated, right? But here's a list of teams that I thought were interesting that the computer likes to go undefeated. So one of them, a certain class 6A. Highland Park, moving up from 5A to 6A, the computer says, yeah, you know what? We believe in the Scots. They start the year uh, ranked uh, at number 20 in the state, but every team that they play, we knew that their district, their district was going to be relatively manageable with the Richardson and Irving schools plus Dallas Jesuit. 
they play Flower Mound, Marcus, and Louisville in non-district. They're going to be favored. Which are two games. big 6 teams. Yeah, big 6 eight teams, but they're favored to win both those mm-hmm. games. As so Highland Park. Be. Jersey Village is favored to go back-to-back undefeated seasons. You remember they went 11-1 and last year. Mm-hmm. They finished the regular season undefeated. I think one the one that really caught my eye was Deer Park. Yeah. Deer Park's a team that starts the year 58th in our computer rankings. 58th, but... Their schedule is such in District 22-6A that they are favored to win every game that they're in. Who is the team that wears the camo when they play them? Uh, That would be Laporte. Laporte. Laporte does. Here's one that's maybe off your radar, and it's Eagle Pass. Yep. The Eagles are favored to go undefeated. They are picked to go undefeated. Now, part of it is they're in a district with the Laredo, with the United ISD, like Laredo schools, Mm -hmm. uh, plus Del Rio. But they're, Laredo United South is never someone to sleep on. Their favorite, their fa- exactly. They're probably the second best team in the district. They're favored in every game, and then their five non-district games against Eagle Pass, Win, Bernie Champion, Corpus Christi Moody, Edinburgh North, and San Marcos. They're favored to win each of those games. That kind of surprises me about the Bernie Champion game, mm-hmm. but that's interesting. Yeah, and then another one down there in the Rio Grande Valley is Harlingen. Yep, Harlingen. The computer's pretty high on Harlingen to run through District Thirty Two Six A. And take on these teams that you know, and, and go through and, and, and finish the, the regular season undefeated. So that's 6A. Down in 5A, obviously with the split divisions, uh, you've got a couple that I think are, are, are relatively noteworthy. San Antonio Southwest picked to go undefeated. Edinburgh Vela is kind of one of those two teams there in 5A Division One Region mm-hmm. 4 that we think from the Rio Grande Valley that we really think has a chance to make a run, them and PSJA North. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip over one. Canateo out in El Paso. Favorite to go undefeated. Gregory Portland, fa- favorite to go undefeated. How about that, Brent Davis? And then there's Dallas Woodrow Wilson. New coach John Fish taking over. They are favored to go undefeated. And and perhaps you're thinking, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. W- what about... They, this comes with a bit of an asterisk because they are, right now, the way that their district, District 6-5A Division Two works out, they're zoning it. Uh, and so okay. they're favored to f- start off 8-0. That's as far as a computer is willing to go, go because right. then their final three weeks, or they're, they're, they're going to have two more games, mm-hmm. one of which, if they were to go 8 0, right. might be against South Oak Cliff. Which poses a would be They would be significant underdogs. Right. But for right now, they're they projected to win. Because of travel? They're projected, with, yeah, they zone because of travel and it's a 10 team district. Okay. And so they right. don't want them to play nine, they want to have more than one, one yeah. uh, non district game. So that's 5A. 4A is where things got a little bit interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Can I interest you in undefeated Houston Fur? Yeah, that Houston Fur, they're in District 11, 4A, Division 1. They get Houston Chavez, Brookshire Royal, and uh, and Houston Provision Academy in, in non-district play. Then they get into District 11, 4A, Division 1 in Houston ISD, and they're favored to run through it. Now, North Forest poses a threat to them, and their opener against a 6A team in Houston Chavez poses a threat to them but for now they're favored to go undefeated same with andrews remember andrews was a team that was that i believe was under 500 last year yep um but they are they're favored to go undefeated el paso riverside the team i'm pretty high on out there in in the sun city divine picked to go undefeated and so is sinton right now according oh, to the, andrews the also had a little bit of a, a rough season last yes, year too they so did. that they, probably played they, a little yeah. bit into it i think i think the computer likes them to bounce back back san diego Pick to go undefeated. Remember, this is a ten and two team in three A. That, that oh, we, I was high on them last mm-hmm. year. There's plenty of reason to be to be high on them. Orange Field, also also favored to go undefeated after a seven and four season last year in ten three A Division One. We like them as the favorite there. They have a really good quarterback coming back. Uh, yes, they do. 
They do. Um, uh, his name is, is escaping me, but correct. when we talked down in the BCS mm-hmm. kind of area down there, they were very high. What about Lexington? Lexington was a team that went 6-5 and five last year, but the non-district is relatively manageable. They got Rockdale, they got Thorndale in Week 1 and Rockdale in Week 3, but they should be favored in both those. Ro- the game against Rogers in district play, uh, District 13-3A Division 2 play, is going to be the, the key there. DeKalb, I'm pretty high on DeKalb, the Bears, and then Shallowwater picked in 3A to go undefeat him. In 2A, there's a couple of, of, of interesting ones that I think are... For, for kind of different reasons. One of them is just a team that nobody talks about, and that's Alvord. Alvord went 8-4 and four last year, but you look at the way that their schedule lines up. They open the season against Olney, mm-hmm. Valley View, Era, Petrolia, and they play a homeschool team in, 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 in right before district play starts. And then in District 2, 6, 2A, Division 1, they're favored to run through it and win the district. So they could finish the year undefeated. Stratford, of course, the 2A Division 2 state champions moving up, they are favored to finish the regular season undefeated. Coleman, Maud, and Lovelady also picked to, to finish the regular season undefeated. And then down the six-man ranks, this is a little bit harder because, like, in six-man, there's just fewer teams, and so, like, the heavyweights all have to play one another. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Erie and County is favored to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. May is the number three team in the state, and perhaps you're thinking, not a surprise to go undefeated, but their schedule is brutal. Oh, They're yeah. favored to get through it. They open the season against Jaden. Mm-hmm. Blanket, Oakwood, and Oglesby also picked by the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Computer, again, right now, based on preseason projections, to finish the regular season undefeated. So I thought this was interesting. And, and, and again, this isn't counting the Austin-Westlake of the world. Austin-Westlake is, of course, picked to finish the regular season undefeated. Mm-hmm. But... There's also a number of teams that are maybe off your radar that every year the, the, the playoffs roll around and the brackets come out and there's some team that you go, wait a second, they're 10-0? How did they finish 10-0? I want, you to tell, I want to tell you that these are the teams that maybe keep an eye out for. They could, have, uh, they could run through their, uh, their district and, and run through non-district undefeated and show up in the playoffs with an undefeated regular season. So there it is, the end of Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. We're gonna mothball. We're gonna mothball Math Tuesday. We're gonna no. bring it back. Don't worry. Yeah. We're bringing it back. Okay. But it won't be back. I'm holding you to that. January. This is the last Math Tuesday of 2022. I can handle that. That gives me okay. something to look forward to. Maybe you I'll do. put a countdown on. Yeah. How many days? We're actually changing Thanksgiving, and we're changing it to how many days until Math Tuesday. No, we're not. <laughs> we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Two magazines and years worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com. Pickle, let me tell you about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. They were just in here last yesterday. Mm-hmm. Got to see our friends there at Athletes to Athletes. Uh, every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage and every parent wants their child to be the best. But is making your target list of schools based exclusively on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics, location, coaching style, financial aid? There's so many different factors that need to be considered and explored when selecting a college program outside of just on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes have put together a recruiting guide centered around pride, providing a broader, more holistic ex- perspective on what your college experience could be. This thing's got checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, much more. It's a 22-page guide covering everything you and your family should know as you walk through your college recruiting journey. And for a limited time, 
Athletes to Athletes is offering this guide free. For free. To our audience. Just go to athletes2athletes.com slash Dave Campbell today to download the free college recruiting guide. That's athletes, T-O, athletes.com slash Dave Campbell. And now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. Pickle, let's go to the hotline and let's welcome in the Hall of Famer himself, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, the co host of High School Scoreboard Live coming to you uh, this Friday, although he will barely be on it. Instead, he'll be on the call for Manville and Shadow Creek down there in beautiful Iowa Colony, Texas, on Bally Sports Southwest. We are joined on the phone line by our friend Greg Way. Mr. Way, how does today find you? Uh, in an office building, uh, and, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, and, uh, I know you guys had massive flooding up there in the Metroplex, a lot of rain. We had uh, some similar things down here. I will tell you, there's a little bit of concern for the condition of venerable house park stadium, oh, wow. uh, a WPA project facility in 1940. Great. Uh, uh, as you know, uh, you know, real scenic view for high school football for the annual taco shack bowl to open the season on Thursday night between Anderson and McCallum old time AISD rivals. Well, uh, there was a time yesterday where house park looked like an aquarium. So, uh, hopefully uh, it'll be all flushed out and ready to go, uh, by Thursday night, but there's a little bit of concern because there was a lot of rain down here as well. Well, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that is not the first time such a concern has cropped up for house park. Uh, you know, that area a lot better than I do, but it does seem like it's in a more low lying area and it is prone to, uh, these deluges sometimes. Put it this way, Tap. Anybody that was cruising up North Lamar Boulevard that wanted to stop in at Shoal Creek Saloon or the tavern and have a malted beverage would have been dissuaded. They would have had to wade. Uh, they would have had to boat to get to the doors because it is a low-lying area and the water just rushes down Lamar Boulevard. And House Park is basically at the intersection of uh, 15th or Infield is where it changes its name and and Lamar Boulevard. So a lot of rain down there. Uh, they they've worked very hard to try to get it in uh, in uh, shape again and i think it'll be all right but you're right back in 2015 when they had the major flooding there uh it it really it just it really wiped it out a lot and of course it brought about a replacement of uh turf and locker rooms and stuff like that so ultimately it helped out 
in terms of the condition of facilities by replacing some that were long in the tooth. But uh, it was it was a tough go then, and I don't think it's quite to that level, but it was a little bit of a scare yesterday. So I want to stay in the Austin area with you for a second because this is a – we did a segment last week about this, about the most – we called them like the most consequential teams in 6A because every year, every realignment, I should say, there's a couple of teams that end up having – uh, let's say an outsized influence on where the contenders go, simply because they have X number of they have X enrollment, and if they get, whether or not they make the playoffs de- determines where contenders uh, may end up in the Division One or Division Two bracket. And and so I guess my question for you is, I'm looking at Cedar Park Vista Ridge there in District Twenty Five Six A, and I like Austin Vandergrift a lot. I think they've got a really good squad this year and have an opportunity to make a deep run. Um, am I crazy for looking at District 25-6A and thinking, boy, Cedar Park Vista Ridge, who, have, it, who if they were to make the playoffs, would bump Vandergrift up into the Division One bracket. Am I fair to say that they're one of the most consequential teams in Class 6A this year? I like how you put that. Uh, there are consequential teams like that. One of those in uh, some recent years, remember, was Hayes uh, there in what is now 26-6A when they – uh, bumped uh, Westlake up to Division One instead of being Division Two. Now, ultimately, in Westlake's case, it didn't matter. They won the state championship both times anyway. But, uh, but that's it has that kind of impact. You know, we were talking about this on my show this morning about how six A still does not do the preseason split into the two divisions. And there's been talk and rumor that maybe that may go away in future years. I like it like it is. I kind of like it. I know how you're, 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 you're also a uh, glutton for that kind of mystery and intrigue going into weeks eight, nine, and 10 in the final weeks of the regular season about if this team wins or, or if this tiebreaker happens, then this team slides up and this team moves down to Division Two and all of that. So uh, there's always that intrigue, and, and Vista would be one of those teams that would carry that intrigue if they are indeed a playoff contender, and they're on the fringe of that, I think. And uh, Coach Scott trying to get things going in the, uh, you know, to build up in his second year, and I think they, they could be one of those who could uh, you know upset the apple cart. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask you here in a little bit about which game you would teleport to, which is the meanest thing that I do every every week. But but one game I want to I want to intrigue you with because in talking with Matt Step yesterday, I think we're on different sides of this one, and that is uh, that is Lake Travis traveling uh, north to take on Arlington Martin in a real showcase uh, week one matchup here uh, you know there on on Thursday night uh, I believe on ESPN is or some one of the ESPN family of networks it's going to be it's going to be televised now right. now Lake Travis is no stranger to playing in big games um, <coughs> it does seem like I I look at this game with Lake Travis traveling north to take on Arlington Martin They've traveled before. They've played great teams before, but especially for a team that looks like that that wants to get back into that elite conversation, I look at this matchup as a really interesting early season litmus test for exactly how to view Lake Travis going forward. Simply because Arlington Martin's a darn good football team, a top fifteen team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and going on the road, if they were to come home and come back to uh, come back to the capital city with a, with a, a win like that. That would that would really, I think, turn some heads around the state. Am, am I wrong in assuming that? No, you're not wrong. And is that what did did Tep not think? It, I mean, did Step not think that it was? Uh, no, he. Uh, well, I. So I'm pick. I'll just. I'll. I'll just blow up my own spot. Mm-hmm. I. I think. I think Martin's gonna win. 
I, th- I think okay. Martin's going to win. I think, but I think that between them and Lake Travis, I think it's coin flippy type game. But I think he's taking Lake Travis. I'm taking Martin. I think we're just going to find out a lot about LT in Week One. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And uh, what is our friend Jerry Forrest, the computer, has it just as a four point difference between those two anyway. So I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Now, uh, here here are the, some of the wrinkles that go into that. Uh, these two coaches know each other very well. They played each other before in non-district. Both have beaten the other in, in season openers before. Uh, then, I, you know, I think a lot of this is boiling down to the Lake Travis defensive front has a chance to be one of the best it's had in the wild. Jacob Henry, the son of world's strongest man, Mark Henry, uh, uh, is is part of that defensive front. Uh, for the Cavaliers, but they're going to be tested. I had a Hank Carter on my show this morning. He's concerned about the speed and the precision with which Bob Wager's offense operates and how they, you know, how they keep that when you have a returning quarterback and a returning running back, how you keep that under wraps. So he's concerned about that. Now, I'm sure that Coach Wager is concerned about a three-year starter returning a quarterback mm-hmm. in Bo Edmondson and and what he can do so there's i think there's concerns on both sides which you would expect if it's going to be a tight ball game i do think it'll be a tight game and so that's that's another thing we, we talk about this every year here kind of when we start uh start our 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 guest swap uh on our on our respective shows that in week one I think it's. I think we're all so amped up for football, and we're so excited that there's 730 something games across the state this weekend, that perhaps we we can we can go and 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 leap to early conclusions uh, there, uh, especially with you know I'm I, one thing that I think is always interesting is is you see teams that are scheduling extremely difficult non-district games, and not afraid to take a loss anymore. I think that that's, that's one thing that maybe has changed in the past is, is that teams are want to get ready for playoffs and want to get ready for district play, so they're willing to go up there and, and, and bow up to, to really, teams that, that plain and simple could flat-out beat them. They're not afraid to take that loss. Uh, for me, and I think the, the job that you, you and I have and, and, and Aaron Hardigan and all the folks on Valley Sports Southwest have is to sift through the chaff to get to the wheat and make sure that we're not overreacting to one particular result, especially early on, because these teams are still figuring themselves out. Yeah, there's some detritus there. And, and you know, uh, we, uh, what is it uh, ESPN likes to do there, what, what they call her overreaction yeah. Monday. And, and and there's there's probably a lot of, it, listen, it's been happening for years, Tap. You know, an overreaction Saturday morning at the, at the coffee shop, you know, like the Palace uh, Drugstore in Brownwood or up at, uh, up at the cafe in Salina or whatever. There's always that overreaction on Saturday morning uh, that comes off of a season opening performance one way or the other, good or bad. If they win impressive, Hey, we're going to state. If they win bad, oh, we got to fire the coach. That 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 has been going on forever and ever. And you're right. And and yet, I salute coaches who are still uh, unabashed and unafraid to go ahead and play the tough non-district games. A because they know it doesn't ultimately determine whether or not they go to the playoffs. B they think it'll be better. And C and the most important thing: stay healthy. Then they really will have learned from that. You know, you, maybe the best example of this is Fort Bend Ridge Point. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, uh, on conference calls, uh, you know, uh, with uh, Coach Hall at, at, at Manville and and uh, and Coach Butler at Shadow Creek, we were talking about, the you know, non-district, the games are 
going to play and all this sort of thing. And how did two schools who are so close together have never played before? And it was kind of a it happened by accident because originally uh, Shadow Creek was supposed to play Ridgepoint. And then uh, Brad Butler found himself with an opening there because Ridgepoint decided they wanted to play Westlake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so they're going to play Westlake. And, and we were talking to Coach Hall about that. He goes, who asks for that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, that's, you, you know, but I, I salute the, yeah. the coaches that certainly have no hesitation about playing a tough, a non-district opponent or two before they get into league play. Uh, Craig Way, the Texas High School Ball Hall of Famer, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Uh Craig, I would be remiss if I didn't get your uh, your um, your thoughts on the news that came down yesterday evening. I know we were texting a little bit about it. Is that the passing of Gary Gaines, the, uh, the the former Odessa Permian coach, who of course led them the the coach in Friday Night Lights is basically what he's known for. But he was my my th- you know you would know a lot better. You you are much more of a historian of Texas high school football than I am. I think that calling Gary Gaines the coach of the Friday Night Lights team. Uh, there at Odessa Permian in 1980, you know, in 1988, 1989, it, while accurate, is perhaps not telling the whole story of, of what a remarkable coach he really was. Yeah, I think it does him a disservice, and uh, he was. He was, a, he was an outstanding coach, and for those of us who knew him, and uh, I did two of those playoff games in that turbulent 1988 season, which, of course, uh, you know, included the, the big story with Dallas Carter as well and all that. 88 was one of the most turbulent high school football years I can ever remember, if not the most turbulent in my life. And and yet Gary Gaines was just kind of a kind of that constant level lake when you visited with him. He tried to stay above the fray. And, and that kind of comes out a little bit in Buzz Bissinger's book, in the book itself. Now, um, you know, it's uh, Billy Bob Thornton plays him a little bit differently than 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 Gary was in the movie than than Gary really was. Uh, but he was a he was a really nice and genuine man, and was and was uh, a pleasure to visit with and to talk with, and and uh, you had to respect his knowledge and what he did was a head coach and. And for them to take that team and get them to the state semifinals and give Carter all they wanted uh, before they fell in the in the semifinals, not the finals as mm-hmm. depicted in the movie, it was the semifinals. But um, to do that set an awful lot, especially when they came back the next year and maybe had one of the greatest teams in Texas high school football history, the '89 team. So, you know, I, 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 I it's it's sad, and and I thought about a lot of those things. I reflected on those things. Uh, when the news came down of his passing yesterday, because he was a he was a he was an outstanding football coach, but uh, you know as many will say of him, he was an even better man. He really was. He was a remarkable, remarkable guy. And now, Craig, it's time for the meanest thing that we do to one another, and this is particularly mean. I would say this week, uh, I'm going to give you the option: you can trans, you can uh, teleport to any Texas high school football game this weekend. Uh, at any of the 730-something that are going on this weekend, uh, and it is a loaded week one slate. It's a it's a doozy of, of a docket. Where is Craig Way heading in week one? Wow. Oh, I thought you were going to throw games at me. Oh, oh he's which, like extra oh, evil right okay. now. Okay, fine. No, 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 no. I'll give you, I'll give you three. I'll give you three. Here we go. <laughs> okay. You can go. To, and I will. And by the way, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna offer you Shadow Creek and Manville because that would be that would be rude. Because you, you're gonna be there. We're company men I'm, here. We're company men. <laughs> so yes, we'll, we'll be there and we'll do our and we'll we'll do what we're supposed to do on Friday. I'll right. offer you three. You can go okay. 
Saturday night to Duncanville and South Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. You can go to Tyler on Friday night for Chapel Hill and Gilmer. Or you can go to China Spring on Friday night for China Spring and Lorena. You got to pick one of those. Yeah, that's the one I was leaning toward. <laughs> it, was, it was China Spring Lorena. Um, Jim Ned and Holly is another one that yeah. comes to yep. mind. That that uh, that I'd been thinking about, but uh, but uh, China Spring Lorena uh, to see how each of these teams and what each of these teams do for an encore. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, that's what's got uh, folks really intrigued. I think uh, Van de Griffin Dripping Springs has a curiosity for folks. Uh, Drips one of those teams moving up to six A. Mm-hmm. How will they how will they handle uh, the move up as well? But uh, I really like the thought of that. The the new frontier that is China Spring after winning a state title, uh, moving up a division, coaching staff changes, all of those things to take on Lorena. What a great story uh, the Leopards were last year in winning the three A D one title. So that that would probably be the call if I if uh, you you know, I was all geared up to back myself into a corner and then and then just claw at you and pick a game like we normally <laughs> well, do. Every we'll week. E- we're going to ease you in. We're going to ease you in. He's Craig Way. I like that. He's the Texas High School Hall of Famer. I listen to him on the Horn in Austin, 104.9 The Horn in Austin every weekday morning. Uh, and, of course, see him on the High School Scoreboard Live uh, Friday night on Valley Sports Southwest. But this week you can hear him on the call with Gary Reasons for Texas Football Days, Manville and Shadow Creek, 7 o'clock Friday night. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend. I would say I'll see you on Friday, but I'll see you through the miracle of television. Uh, and then I guess we'll be back again uh, t- together in studio next Friday. Yeah, we will. Uh, by the way, uh, when we were talking about great games, there's another good game is LBJ at Maynard yes. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we made the announcement this morning with the Austin Radio Network that we're carrying all of LBJ's games on our sister station, 105.3 The Ooh, Batch. Jamal Finn are very excited about it. So uh, we've got all of the LBJ games oh. this year. So. They'll be they'll be interesting ones. And by the way, congratulations to Pickle who will be in the studio now. We've we've pulled her off the road, and and now here she is, ready to just uh, light it up in studio. And aren't you excited about that, Tep? I'm. He's dreading just it. thrilled. He's dreading it. Absolutely <laughs> Thank thrilled. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> Can't get enough of yeah. it. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Looking forward to it. See you Friday, bud. <laughs> there he goes, Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. We do appreciate his time. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? Um, let's go with one. I agree with his uh, Lorena China Spring thing because I think one of the things that it's going underrated on that is the fact that I'm interested to see if Cash McCollum ends up starting mm-hmm. for China Spring because he came over from he moved over from Wimberley. Mm-hmm. He so did. That will be interesting. I would presume he's going to start. I would think so you too. You would think. Um, but that's you know it was fun. I made the comment. I made the joke yesterday that you know we wondered who was going to replace Major Bowden. Would they be able to find a minor Bowden? Don't take that joke yourself. Give credit where credit's due. I forget who said it. As much as I hate to say it, it was Ish. Oh, that's right. I don't like to give him it's credit. A joke. But... It's a good joke. But they did. Uh, they 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 didn't. They didn't find a minor Bowden. No, they actually they found, found cash money. I was... <laughs> yeah! Happy off-season ending day, folks. <laughs> it's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your. Unless you got something else. 
No. That's going to do it for us. <laughs> Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Craig White, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for this week in recruiting on Texas Football Today. Bye. Bye.